3: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Tiki and Tierney on The Fan. Barber. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play anywhere else other than for the New York Jets. And if that said, that makes Aaron Rodgers the desperate one, not the Jets who we've been positioning as the
0: desperate team. I think it's really interesting how, in reality, this whole situation has kind of flipped from how we've positioned it for the last month or so. Brandon to pursue Aaron Rodgers, you've got to have those three things. A willing owner with money, a big-time roster ready to win, and a quarterback with a big hole. And the Jets have all three. Okay. Which is why they're at the front of the line.
3: Tiki and Tierney on The Fan, 1019
0: FM and the Odyssey alright Ten O Two. what's going on, everybody? It's The Fan, it's the Tiki and Tierney Show. How you doing today? And I'm nervous. I know. No, Aaron Rodgers. Let, 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 me, just, let me just end something very, very quickly. Because I think it is, at least for the Jets thinking, their perspective, absolutely insane to suggest otherwise, all right? All right, so we are now officially inside of two hours <laughs> to, I hope, resolution to a conversation uh, that we have shaped and debated a million ways and sideways. You know where I stand, I'm all in, that's not changing. But with Rodgers, you have heard a lot. And I think this is just crazy. If oh, yeah, we don't have a deal, we don't let the Jets know by noon, they got to pivot, Jets got to bounce. No word from Rodgers, Jets got to have a different plan. No, they don't. The plan is... No matter when Aaron Rodgers tells the Jets that he wants to play for the Jets, that is how long the Jets wait, period. That's it. Do you think, let me ask you guys something. Well, I should say this. Yeah, it's egotistical. Yes, it's selfish. Yes, it's a little petty that here we are Monday morning, okay, With free agency about to go bonkers and the Jets' contingent flying out there to California last week and the meeting going well, do I think it's mildly alarming that he hasn't said, yeah, I want to play for the Jets yet? Not as much as everybody else. Not really, because I baked in his weirdness from day one. is Aaron Rodgers trying to maximize every single second of, um, you know, of exposure. You know, so let me just present this in a way that, again, contrary. I, I, I've heard this all weekend. I don't even mean from you, from my friends, dude, dude. If the if Rogers doesn't tell the Jets by noon on Monday, I gotta say, screw you, and go and get somebody else. All right, I think that is crazy thinking. Crazy. You don't, you don't devise this incredibly detailed all in intricate off-season plan with all the contract restructures. Think about that. Lakin Tomlinson sent the guy a gif over the weekend saying, take all my money, because he did, because Lakin uh, restructured. You don't go that far into this, right, without Aaron Rodgers being choice one, choice two, and choice three. It was never Rodgers one, Car two, Garoppolo three. No, it's Rodgers one, Rodgers 2, Rodgers 3, and come hell or high water, we're waiting until we simply cannot wait anymore. And while nobody wants to hear this, and trust me, I don't want to talk about this for another month. That, like the speculatory nature of it, even though I'm still pretty convinced he's coming, it gets old. It gets old. But the Jets' plan is Rodgers, 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 and then, eh, Maybe Garoppolo. Well, what if Garoppolo signs at twelve oh five, or he, you know, his, his agent agrees to the uh, the, to the parameters of a deal because it's illegal tampering. That's fine. What you do is you communicate to his agent, eh? Don't sign yet. Salah loves him. You know what we're doing with Rogers. Just see where it goes. And then if he signs, this is the risk that you run. Meaning Garoppolo or whomever. Guys, you got to understand. And Tiki and I, Tiki, eventually came to my side late last week. We could not have disagreed more. I was all in. He was all out. All in on the premise and all in on Rodgers wanting the Jets. Tiki was in on the premise but was never, ever in on Rodgers wanting the Jets. Okay? And when you have that point of view, as I've had, as I've said every day here on The Fan for well over a month, hell, I've been saying this since February. Oh, my God. When you have that position, and it's that deeply embedded in your soul, and I believe it. Like, I'm not, oh, let me do a little shtick. Let me do a little, oh, let me just talk about Rodgers every day and try to, you know, pump up the job. I believe that this is what they should do. I know this is what they want to do, and I believe this is who they will get. But when you believe that, right, when you believe that, you don't have such, like, a quick release from the grip That's why, and it's going to happen, or it's not, during our show. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen maybe in the 11 o'clock hour, all right, before 12 noon legal tampering. If it's 12.01 and we're sitting here and it doesn't happen, everybody's terrified. Not me. There is no timeline for this. Yes, it is annoying. And yes, I wish this guy was wired a little differently. Just let us know, dude. You got rookie, well, now, you know, second year, guys, burning cheese heads. You've got half the roster restructuring. What's the story, bro? You want to play for the Jets or not? Or not? But I got to wait this out. And you're on his time and you're on his clock. As weird and as twisted and as convoluted at times as that clock has been. I'm not bailing. I'm not bouncing, and the Jets aren't bailing, and the Jets aren't bouncing. The Jets are not flinching. So stop thinking that they're going to. Now, well, what happens, Brandon, if we're sitting here on tomorrow's show, and it's ten eight in the morning as it is right now, and Aaron Rodgers has not given a single intimation as to what he wants to do? You know what? I'll just have Dole pull what I just said, and I'm going to hit rewind. Just play what I just said. Because I'm not going to change my opinion. You guys got to understand. I mean, I'm the idiot who's actually still, you know, somewhat of the mindset that that Zach Wilson can be salvaged. So, I'm already coming from a twisted space, you know? And I also think, you know, I I know we all know Rodgers is amazing. And there's varying degrees of belief how much he has left, how much was the injury truly a factory year ago, how much would he actually would he be all in with the Jets? Would he go to would he be at the facility? Would he parachute in at the start of camp? Would he would he be fully engaged? I mean, all these variables, all right? But the main variables were I think he's got a ton left, and I think it's the Jets' only chance to salvage Wilson. That's always been the win behind my Rogers sales here, you know? And the rest of the roster. The Jets obviously ready to win now. So I get it. We all, especially now, you know, last 10, 12 years, the word of, the, the world of immediacy. I need it now. I got an, I got news for you, man. Like I'm watching, you know, before the show, and this, this is not a knock. I mean, I, I know him a little bit. I don't know him particularly well. I mean, I know him well enough. He's a good guy. Uh I listen, you know, Greenberg, right? From ESPN. Like, like he's losing his mind. Dude, we'll get the answer. Relax. Everybody, relax. We will get the answer. You might not get it when you want it from Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport or whomever. You know, stop incessantly refreshing Twitter. You guys have be- you, you become unhinged. Today's the day. Relax. Relax. All right? So hopefully all fears have been quelled. 877-337-6666. I don't know. I mean, I'm either just uh, I'm either begging for pain, or I am going to be uh, one happy person. I think it's going to be a latter. I do. Uh, we're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Teak is off today, so he's enjoying his first off day of the year. He's down in Tampa knocking around the little white pill with his buddy and his brother Rondé at the Vouse Bar, He said he was hitting the balls over the way. He said, oh, he's terrible. Yeah, good luck, buddy. At least you're not going to be in front of 10,000 people at the Pro-Am watching you swing. Uh, so Tika's off. He's back tomorrow. Now, the other thing, we'll get to this later, later, later. Volpe, Dominguez, Yankee issues. We'll get to it. Knicks with a big win. But this is the story. This is it. And I know, I know. There are now, and I get it, because it's, it's really just reading the tea leaves and looking at the time and the the chronology behind it and, you know, factoring in Rogers' state of mind, <clears throat> which has not always been predictable. All right. That's it. And I can I can tell you, I'm going to get to the first call, and uh, invariably I'm going to be asked somehow, what if Rodgers never commits to the Jets? What if he retires? What if he's got another team that he's trying to hatch this grandmaster plan? Uh, and he's been using the Jets, it's plausible, it's possible, sure. What happens then? What do you do then? Huh? You dug in from—this th- is somebody asking me. You dug in from day one. What do you do then? Well, you get Garoppolo. Oh, well, Jimmy signed with the Raiders. Well, you go trade for Lamar Jackson. I got answers. It's not hard. You wait on Rogers. If you bail now, and there's no way in—let me just promise you this. There's no way in hell— The Jets are going to pivot abruptly out of desperation and bail. Everything they've done this offseason has been rooted in the strong conviction that they are going to get Aaron Rodgers. And I believe that they will. And eventually we'll find out. And I believe it will be today. And I I believe it will be during the show. 877-337-6666. All right. Uh, Let's go to Bridgewater. First up, Anthony's on the fan. What up, Ant? How are you today? What's up, guys? How you doing today? Good. What's happening, buddy?
5: I'm just want to call, and let you know. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet today. I got a feeling he's coming out with it today. I remember, he's in California probably, so he's is three hours behind us. It's seven seven o'clock in the morning there. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you by you know by eleven thirty Eastern time that uh, news will be out. Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet today. I mean, I I'm, that's
0: what I expect. That's now. What if yeah. he's not? Let me ask you this: What if he's not? What if we're sitting here during the show? We just do all in, you know, and at, at twelve o'clock here on TK and Tierney, it's twelve twenty nine. Uh, and I'm taking calls. Maybe at that point we mix it a little Volpe Yankee stuff, whatever we're doing. And there's still no Rodgers commitment to the Jets. What are you thinking I, at that point?
5: I, we got to wait. I, I don't think. I, I think we have to wait. Yep. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a panic. I kind of agree with what you said. I don't think there's a panic in going out with B, A, B, no B, C, D options here. I, I don't think that's the that's the case. I think we wait for Rodgers, and uh, you know, and we have to go all in for him. You know, he's he's going to be the guy that's going to lead us where we got to go, and. You just never know who else they can get. Who's going to want to come play for him? You know, is Odell going to want to come? You just don't know. And, uh, you know, I think Rodgers is the guy. And um, you know, I, I think it's happening today. I really don't think there's going to be a problem with that. I'm I with think, you. Uh, yeah. You know, I and, and Ed, Rodgers, let me, Ed,
0: how many years you've been a Jets fan, Anthony?
5: I My entire life. I'm well, going to be 30 years old next uh, next month. So my entire life. Okay. I know, I'm not that old, but.
0: No, I got you. You've got, a, you know, far fewer scars than me. And I've got fewer than Beningo, like the. <laughs> the line of uh, of pain gets longer and longer the older you are so uh but you got enough you got enough on the uh, on the body to know but I you know I, I do think a lot of this too is this inherent and I do understand it on some level though I've I've done my best to detach myself from this loser um defeatist way of thinking uh, many of you think it's going to implode just because it's the Jets many of you think that the Jets are gonna jet there's no way the Jets can bring this home. There's no way Aaron Rodgers believes the Jets are, are are worth his time. It's the New York Jets. Yeah, I mean, even if even if he did something crazy and retires and leaves over 100 million on the table or somehow flexes some last-second power play, which I don't think is happening, uh, and wants to go to a different team and maybe tries to coerce or force the Packers into trading him within the NFC, like, even if that happened, I wouldn't say, now you might, I wouldn't, Ah, it's because of the Jets. And we're terminally cursed. We're tortured. I I just, I don't subscribe to that. I don't. I do think that there's something to be said for intelligent people infiltrating a pathetic situation. And that's what happens with the, that's what's happened with the Jets. Joe Douglas is good. Uh, And Joe Douglas has restored a little balance in the franchise. I don't think he's getting played. I don't. Maybe some of you do. That's fine. But, you know. I don't. Jason Hoboken, what's happening, Jay? How are you?
6: Brando, how are you?
0: What's up, Jason? How you doing today, man?
6: I'm good. I just listened to FAN a lot uh, after you guys got off on Friday and then through the weekend doing some different work around the building here. But um, I have to firmly believe that Douglas and crew know the answer. They didn't fly all the way out to California to hear Aaron say, all right, I'll let you guys know. Because if that was the case, then you'd be hearing rumblings about how they're going to talk to other guys, Garoppolo, maybe start talking about uh, Lamar Jackson. I firmly believe that they got the answer. And just like Aaron Rodgers said over the weekend at that celebrity you know, uh, flag football event, these yep. things take time. There's no way that they didn't get the answer they wanted to hear, or else we would have pivoted already. Why would we wait? It's pivot time.
0: Well, that's uh, you know, I, I, the only thing that I would disagree with a little bit on there, Jason. I don't know for sure. I don't know that I believe that Aaron Rodgers told them, you know, either on the flight or, or you know, I mean, I should say after the flight during the I don't think that he said I'm in then necessarily. I think it was just a, a really good meeting. Uh, I think you know for him it cemented the belief that the Jets are ready to be something, you know, big and and do something bold. I don't know that he said yes then, but I do believe he's going to say yes.
6: So. But you, but don't you, you have to know that Woody and Robert Zala and Joe Douglas—they know that now. Like they know, they already have the answer. I think, and and I think what's happening now is, you know, all the contract stuff, all the boring stuff that you you we would have never heard about any of this stuff if it wasn't for social media years ago. You just say, all right, they met with them, and when's, when's it going to happen? You know. Yeah. But now yeah. we're so fine toothed yeah. and comb with every tweet that comes out. We have to know every step of the way. And trust me, I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Nets fan. I'm a Mets fan. Nobody knows more off the field drama than than somebody, the fans like me.
0: Not Jay, we crave it. I mean, you're right. We need it. We hunt it down. Like that's why I said before, stop incessantly hitting refresh. You know, I mean, come on. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the Jets as much as anybody, but let's let's incorporate a little stability here. Jeez, calm down. I mean, one thing that the the Jets have done really, really well lately is that they've they've just they resemble a the professional franchise in the fact that very few leaks get out think about that it's very tightly sealed very clandestine operation that's good that means everybody's on the same page Woody's not although some people think maybe Woody uh, gave Diana Rossini that information last week. I, I don't know. I can't prove that or disprove it. Some people have said that on the air. Some people I've heard on the air, not here in other spaces. Whatever. Uh, she's terrific. I think she's highly reputable. I like her, so that's fine. Uh, but, but Woody's not chirping. Salva's not saying to pee. Douglas is not. You know. Listen, I've, I've texted Joe a few times, probably more than a few over the last year. And the last tweet that I sent them, I've uh, tweet the last text that I sent them, didn't hear back. You know the one before that? I did. That means I got it, and I'm not even hunting to break a story. That's not necessarily that's that's not what I do. I don't break stories. If I know, like the St. John stuff with Patino, yeah, I'll tell you what's happening because that I know. Like I did on Friday that they were very that they're going to go after him. Yep, but I'm not an NFL newsmaker, and I love that the Jets have become this franchise. It took forever for them to be this. Jeffson Scarsdale, what's happening, Jeff?
7: Hey Brandon, great to talk to you. Uh, uh, Kiki, when he went solo last week, had brought up the point. You know, who's really a strong advocate for Lamar Jackson as a and and I would I would have uh, rebutted him on that, but I didn't get a chance. I would know your opinion because I feel like Lamar came into the league what six years ago as a imperfect, erratic pocket passer, and I think today he remains. An imperfect and erotic pack pocket pencil. So
8: mm-hmm. to
7: have that as an option, can, the question is: Can you teach accuracy? Can you teach going through progressions? So I like Rogers. I feel like if, if Brady can have productive years from age 39 to 44. 5, well, that's no that's that, that, but, that,
0: but that's doesn't. a bit ambitious. I mean, hell, I'll take 39 to you know 42. To me, he's pushing. He's not coming there okay. for five years. Um, you know, the, the, I do think you're a little unfair to Lamar. And thanks for the call, there, Jeff. Um, you know, to say that he's erratic and doesn't go through reads, I don't think is a fair, you know, scouting report. Now, I don't think he's the most refined passer, uh, but I think he's certainly qualified. I mean, he's he's an amazing athlete that everybody knows, but he's actually thrown some. I mean, everybody, I guess, uh, at this level could throw the occasional dime, but he throws the ball a lot better. And he did it at Louisville because they ran a pro offense, something was everybody was missing coming out of the draft. I mean, I, I just feel like he's become a little stagnant, uh, and you can make the case – I say stagnant because I do like him. You can remove the word stagnant and insert the word regress a little without overstating it. Uh, I feel like he kind of quit on the Ravens a year ago. Can't prove it, just my opinion. And by the way, with all that money staring at you – if there's some instability in the joint with his knee, I, I know nobody wants to hear it. I hate it. You know, I'm of the old school mentality. Go play. Don't abandon the team when you're chasing a playoff spot. But in the real world, from a, a, a prism of practicality, you're talking $200 million. You, you have to do what you have to do on some level. Uh, no, Lamar would be galvanizing. Everybody would love Lamar. Rodgers is my first choice. Number one choice. Always has been. And he's the Jets. 877 337 66 So, if they do whiff, I'll, I'll engage with you here. If they do whiff on Rodgers, they won't. If they do, then what's the plan? And I told you, the, if it's Brissett, my only plan is we riot at that point. That's, that's the only thing that I'm on the record. I'm on the record with two things with the Jets. I think Rodgers is coming, and if it's Brissett. We riot. 877 337 Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We'll do the Yanks and Mets a little later. The Knicks, that was a big win for the Knicks, but I'm still worried about Brunson. We'll do that stuff later. A little selection uh, Sunday as well. The big dance and details on the Tiki and Tierney bracket challenge. A chance to come and co-host with me and Tiki. So all those things are on the table. Twitter, Tiki and Tierney, at Brandon Tierney on a uh, busy Monday. What I think, what I think, is going to be an awesome Monday here on the fan. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877 337 6666.
3: Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com.
0: All right. Good morning, everybody. What's happening? Tiki and Tierney on the fan on this Monday. TikTok. Oh, yeah. Waiting. We are waiting. Waiting for Hicks to get out of here. Good guy. I can't watch him play baseball anymore. He's, he's gotta go. Do that a little later. 877-337-6666. You know, I was saying this to Tiki last week, because, you know, when when you dig on when you, <laughs> I get it. Um I think it's confounded some of you why I've been so dug so deeply into the Roger stuff. Well, from day one. Number one. He's Aaron Rodgers, number one. Number two, the circumstances in terms of potential fits, right? This is why I'm – yes, it could come back and burn me, and I could be wrong, but I'm not worried. Like, I don't anticipate some last-second sleight of hand that just rips the soul out of our heart. If he retires, that's one thing. But we're suddenly – it's communicated to the Jets from Rogers. I don't want to play for you. And then Rogers makes a you know all out balls to the wall push for the Packers to trade him to the Niners or whatever. I mean, that would that would really hurt, obviously. But I don't see that happening. And I've always really attached three three levels of um of checkpoints for this. Number one, you have to have not only an incredibly wealthy owner. But a wealthy who uh, an owner who's willing to spend the money, and yeah, I get, I get it. They're all they're all well, wealthy, but like Mark Davis does not have the kind of money that Woody does. Just doesn't, and that's one of the big reasons. Especially when they're out there in Oakland, and while it's changed in Vegas, it's not totally changed to the point where they could hand out these exorbitant signing bonuses, which is what's got to be guaranteed. And you know, and they put an escrow, and if you don't have the money to front, can't do it. So you got to have a willing deep pocketed owner jets have that woody's desperate got a ton of money next number two you need a big-time roster jets have that and number three you need a big-time roster that just so happens to be a quarterback away and the jets obviously had that glaring pressing need because zach was horrendous and he has been really from day one and i'm not going to abandon the kid yet but hasn't given me a whole hell of a lot to draw on in terms of optimism and mike white is grossly overrated out of desperation Oh, Mike White this, Mike White this. Record's two and five. He's thrown more
3: picks. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
0: touchdowns Mike White I mean listen Mike White's back behind Aaron Rodgers fine but enough with the Mike White stuff enough so those three factors and you could go I'm not going to do it now because it's boring and we've kind of done it in, 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 in a condensed manner over time here on the show me and you could go through every team in the NFL and you cannot in my opinion point to a team that has those three factors therefore it's always been an incredibly small list for Rodgers, and I just don't think he's going to retire. That's it, you know. Let's get uh, let's get Maddie, who's in Bridgewater, that's in New Jersey, and Matt is on the fan Tiki and Tierney show. What's up, Matt?
4: BT, what's going on, bro? How are
5: you?
0: I'm good. How you doing today, pal? You all right?
5: Listen, you opened up this segment with a uh, comment on Aaron Hicks. The dude's a bum, and so is Josh Donaldson. I can't stand both of them as a Yankee fan, but I'm
7: talking about the Jets today. Okay. If we don't get Rodgers,
5: the next bet, Jimmy G. Yeah. But did the Jets chase Adam Thielen for a second wide receiver on the outside? I think – Garrett Wilson, mm. Elijah Moore. Yep. Would Adam Thielen fit that offense?
0: I think he'd fit more with Rodgers, though I think Rodgers brings the Lazard. Um, Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think Thielen, again, in the right role. He's 32-33. doesn't have the the gas he once did. I think Adam Thielen is still a really good – I mean, he'd be an amazing fourth. I think he's still a really good three. I don't want him as my number two on a team that's trying to win a championship. And with the Jets, he wouldn't be, because you have, obviously, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. He could be a fit there. He could be. Yep. All right, BT, that's all I got, man. Thank you. You got it. Thank you very much, Matt. Let's get, uh, how about Johnny in West New York? Johnny's on the fan. What's up, Johnny? Hey, how you doing? Big fan. Hey, John. Thank you very much. What's
2: happening? All right. So, I've been losing my mind over this Rodgers stuff, right? Don't. He's I don't coming. Think,
0: stop. Don't.
2: I, right, okay. I don't think he's going to retire, but a part of me feels like he, if he does want to compete for a championship, do you not think that his best bet is staying with the Packers where they only got to worry about the Niners and the Eagles? Because if he comes to the Jets, I, I feel like they still might be the third best team in the AFC East. He's not out-dueling Josh Allen and
0: Tua. Well, now, let me flip this to you. Uh, again, Go I ahead. think as, as a... As a large, like macro, you know, thirty thousand feet screenshot, if you will, I I don't think that you're necessarily wrong. I mean, the NFC, that's it's a quote unquote easier path than the AFC. I got it. Uh, what the Dolphins did over the weekend with Jalen Ramsey is oh, by the receivers <laughs> are great. I mean, I get it. They're really good. But you just said he's gonna outduel Josh Allen. Josh, uh Zach Wilson beat Josh Allen last year. Like it's never as like We position it as, oh, can you get the quarterback to throw, to stand toe for toe and beat Josh Allen and throw 319 yards? It doesn't happen that way. If you have a big-time defense and you you go against a team like the Bills who are relatively one-dimensional, they pass more than they run, I'm not saying it's easy to beat them, but the Jets beat them last year without Aaron Rodgers. So it's never as daunting as you think.
2: That is true. Would you not? Well, this is my last. Would you not rather prefer to get a QB that we can trust for years to come versus Rodgers going on and off every year? Because honestly, if not Rodgers, give me Lamar. I'll get. I'll give him the guaranteed contract.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I get it, and I touched on Lamar before. You know, he's. You do you trust him to stay healthy? I mean, I mean, listen. By the way, the most immobile quarterback who never leaves the pocket. Could get crushed like Brady got crushed back in whatever oh seven oh eight, and Matt Castle when he when he ripped up his knee. So anything can happen, but you know the the risks are mitigated when you're not running fifteen times a game. You want Lamar Jackson? I mean, yeah, he's amazing, but is that sustainable? You're right.
2: I don't know. I just want to roll it. I'm desperate. I've been desperate,
0: man. Well, I'm desperate, too. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Johnny. Thank you, pal. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I mean, desperation can lead to dumb decisions. Going after Aaron Rodgers for two years, to me, is not dumb. It's brilliant, you know? Because it, And here's the other thing that a lot of people either just don't think about or they intentionally leave it out of the conversation because it could possibly derail their point. If you're of the mindset, right, say if you really just – you don't like Rodgers. You don't like him personally. You don't know if he's if he's there in terms of all you know fully committed. You don't know how much of the greatness is still there. All right, whatever. You say, well, you know, I'd rather uh, rather develop somebody like Lamar, even though he's you know pretty much past the developmental stage, right? Yeah, I, that that's appealing. I get that. But what I think many of you miss is that you can still draft somebody like in round three or four or two this year, or more probably, most probably next year, and find a quarterback in an unconventional manner like the Eagles. Like there's this thought, all right, it's Aaron Rodgers, and he plays for two years, then he retires, and the Jets regress to a 4-13 and team. Why? Why? I don't see it that way at all. I really don't. seven sixty six 1st of all, at that point, Zach Wilson might be rehabbed, and if not, like I said, you might stumble upon uh, a quarterback in round two who ultimately becomes the guy, you know? It's, It's happened many times before.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. There it goes! Deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
0: All right, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan on this Monday. We're waiting. Well, we're waiting. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. 337 6666 That Rogers press conference is going to be something, huh? Maybe rock the nice green tie, a little green suit, maybe get something. Maybe borrow, I don't know, maybe borrow like Tiger Woods' master's jacket or Phil's master's jacket. He could wear that to the Jets press conference. I think he has green about clothing that? already. I'm sure he does. Uh, by the way, guys, just to let you know about this, me and Tiki mentioned it a few times last week. The brackets were obviously out, of course, M. I feel terribly for Rutgers. That sucks. But today at noon, all right, we're going to go live, and it's the 2023 Tiki and Tierney Bracket Challenge. So the way it's going to work is I filled out my bracket already. Tiki did it. It's up there, uploaded digitally to WFAN.com, or it will be at noon. And then what you guys will do, you'll, you'll look at Tiki's, you'll look at mine, and then you'll determine which one you think is better, mine. And because you know he's gonna ride Virginia all the way. <laughs> I can I, I would do the same thing with St. John's. They just can't. They didn't get invited again. Stunningly. Um, and then whomever you think is gonna win, you do that. And let's say there's, you know, 50-50%. I don't know how many entries we'll get, whatever we get. So rather than give you a number, I'll give you a percentage. 50% on Teak, 50% on me. Uh, the qualifiers for the winning bracket. I know it's a little confusing. It's actually pretty easy once you get down to it. So that if I win and you're like, oh, I think Brandon's going to win and you happen to be picked, you win the bracket challenge. You come in studio, you hang out with us for an, an hour. And we're going to pop you on the air for a little bit, have a little fun as well. All right, so that's coming up at noon. I'll ri- remind you guys a little later. Now, over the weekend, this is really the only Aaron Rodgers audio uh, or any sort of you know direction that emerged over the weekend. I think many of us thought it might be resolved over the weekend. It's not yet. Uh, he had a conversation, Brandon Marshall, who's got the I Am Athlete podcast, uh, he was doing a charity flag football outing. Aaron was, and here's Marshall and Aaron.
3: How was it meeting Woody Johnson? How
0: was that meeting?
1: Oh, that was that was. You know, it's, it's always interesting meeting important figures in the sport. Um, yeah, it's always interesting. That's all I'm giving. I'm just there now. That's all I'm giving. Tribeca, Brooklyn. Are you going to be in Jersey? I've never been to Tribeca before. I've been to Brooklyn. To yeah. you like a Brooklyn got Williamsburg. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. A-Rod. A little try back. here. What are we doing, A-Rod? <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned? How long tuned.
3: we got to wait? Well, I
1: think it won't be long.
4: There's a, there's
1: a, there's a, there's a, time, there's a
0: time limit. All right. So he is aware. I mean, right there, too. we know. All right. This, you know, legal tampering starts at noon. By the way, an hour and 15 minutes from now. Uh, you know, one thing that's out there, too, and, and I think it's an unfair, not to mention inaccurate narrative, but this should go a long way in dispelling it. You know, there's been some people, just because they don't like Rogers for, for, for various things, that have, you know, really taken this and I think stretched it to. Uh, a point that is not even close to being reflective of, of what was true in Green Bay. And that's Aaron's relationship with his teammates in Green Bay. So uh, Rasul Douglas, one of their corners, all right, was uh, he was asked on Spectrum News out there in Green Bay over the weekend. Let me just read you. So the, the news anchor said, uh, asked this, uh, he posed it. Like, I guess it's kind of a question, but it's more of a statement. Uh, just thinking about all these Jets players asking number 12 to come join them in New York on social media. And then he actually did it. He said, why aren't number 12's teammates asking him to stay here? That's a fair question because, you know, I mean, the Jet players, I, a little too much, I mean, if you ask me. I, I, the cheese head was, was kind of cool because they're young, you know, what they did the other night, burning that at the fire pit at Sauce's crib. That's fine. But there's been a lot of Jets tweeting like, guys, just lay out. Everybody knows you want him. I We, we know that he, he wants you, whatever. And nothing for the Packers. And he was asked about this, Russell Douglas, and he said, well, we actually have his number. We can text him instead of writing it on social media. And then here's the money quote, and this should dispel any thought that his, that his teammates don't respect him or really like him out there. As our leader, he knows each person and how we all feel about him on this roster, end quote. So, you know, oh, he's not a good teammate. Oh, he's a loader. Oh, you know. Takes to his own beat. Doesn't really uh, connect with any teammates. Not accurate. Has many things that are thrown out there in the media these days. Let's get uh, let's get Tommy in Lavalette, New Jersey. Tom, what's happening?
8: Hey, BT. Uh, I don't know if you can remember. It's just an insignificant thing. But 15, 20 years ago, I played golf with you at Charlton Springs. At down Tr- in Jersey. Tr- you mean at, at Crystal Springs? No, no. Charl-
0: down in Monmouth County. I don't even remember, man. I don't remember playing that course. I, I'm guessing yeah, it was to,
8: like uh, yeah. it was sort of like a uh, links course, and you had that that itty bitty uh, producer guy with you.
0: Oh my god! Yes, I do remember now. That was. Um, <laughs> it's a really nice public. There's a couple of courses out there, right? Is that what you? Yeah, t- there's, yep. there's three of them. Yeah, yes, there's
8: three of them together.
0: How did I uh how did I play? I'm guessing not well. The story of my life. No,
8: no, you did all right. And yeah. you, you kept the uh you didn't really fill the coin jar up either. You were pretty good.
0: All right, good.
8: All right. What's going all on, right. Tommy? Just uh just a, a thing that I you know, I, I nitpick at. The t- the owners with the T V contract, each one of them gets what, over a billion dollars? Roughly. That so they get some crazy. Yeah, amount yeah,
0: of yeah, money? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's ludicrous money, yeah.
8: All right, so then I don't understand how, I mean, you're saying Mark Davis, but how these owners, they're they they they're probably stingy more than anything else. They could pay anybody 10 times over with the, the money they get from that, you know, forget the other revenue.
0: Well, uh, yes, uh, Tom, but again, the disparity in, in wealth is, is a real thing. I mean... You know, some people are worth $6 billion and some owners are yeah, worth, no, I know. you know but what I'm saying. That
8: money's not coming out of their pocket. They're not opening their wallet and giving it. That's, you know, that's part of their wealth. I'm talking about the check they get every year from the NFL. No, no, I I, 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 get,
0: I, I understand what you're saying. you got to understand, though, Tom, and, and I didn't really, I never looked at it this way until... Oh, God, I would say about 10 years ago when I first started working with Amy Trask, who was the former COO with the Raiders, brilliant woman, awesome, uh-huh. awesome woman. And she ta- And I didn't really understand how this worked. I just didn't process it this way. She was the first one who told me the biggest issue with the Raiders is that they didn't have the money to put up an escrow. Like, that was a real thing. Their revenue stream, yes, they got paid by the NFL, of course. There's there's a sharing of funds, yeah. But in terms of merch and in terms of, you know, stadium um, a generation of funds – and just inherent wealth or profile wealth that Woody has and others have much more than Mark Davis, it was a real thing. So they could not be as aggressive in free agency. Now it wasn't that Mark didn't want to spend money, but he he didn't. He just didn't have. It's not like listen. It's not like he couldn't take the money, put it in escrow. And not function, but I think that there's a level of comfort, whatever that line of delineation is for people that wealthy. I have no idea, nor will I ever. But it's like they get to a certain point in their portfolio, and they're like, "I'm not going below it." Doesn't make tax perp. It doesn't make sense from a tax point of view. Well, however, they process it. Just trust me when I tell you that the Raiders, even now in Vegas, do not have that kind of scratch to put up. In uh, now, could you find it for Rogers? I'm, anything's possible. But that is a real problem explained to me by somebody a lot more intelligent than me with the money. And that's Amy. Uh, Eric's on Long Island. What's happening, Eric? How are you today? What's up, Brandon? How are you, man? I'm good, buddy. What's happening?
7: Not too much. So I'm a 45-year-old Jet fan, so I have my fair share of scars like you. Yep. Um, so here's the thing. I'm not as confident as you just because, you know, I think if there's anyone who's capable of throwing a curveball in this mix, it'd probably be Aaron Rodgers. But um, I, I don't have a problem with it at all for one simple reason. I just didn't I don't believe in Derek Carr right so to me that's the only option off the board that that that's going on from waiting right and I don't think Derek Carr moved the needle enough for me. I don't think he could could have won a Super Bowl with the Jets It's just not enough for me so waiting to me is not a big deal because we didn't lose out on anything Now if you tell me we don't have Aaron Rodgers and he decides to go back to the Packers or blah blah blah, if they'll have him. Then you know, then I, I would be inclined to try and push for Lamar, just because you know you want you want to make a choice at this stage in the game that gives you a best chance to win a Super Bowl, not just be a good team. Hundred percent,
0: hundred percent.
7: You have to shoot for the top. I don't want to be a good team. I want to have at least, even if you told me it's only two years, fine. Give me the two year window where we actually legitimately can contend for a Super Bowl. And I do think. So what you said, and felt, I feel the same way, it's very important that really it, it's the best chance we have at also maybe salvaging Zach Wilson. Like it's the proper, this is the proper way to groom a young quarterback by having him sit behind one of the best of all time and learn from him. And then you know what? We get two years of Aaron Rodgers and then maybe we get an actual starting quarterback for Zach, like of Zach Wilson yep. and not forced. You know, so I'm all for it. I don't care about waiting. To me, Derek Carr was not worth it. So anyway. Uh, listen, uh, Eric,
0: that, that's part of the reason why I, I was never really uh, concerned that we lose Derek Carr. Yeah, I get it. Derek Carr is certainly better than what the Jets trotted out there a year ago and pretty much everything in the last decade or so. Uh, and the Jets have the longest current playoff drought in the NFL, so it's painful. And it's also uncon- – I'll, I'll give you this. It's unconventional for us to view a team that has done nothing for over a decade – and now suddenly, with one move, like, you know, to use the NCAA, you know, put them on the one line. Like, they're going to be a one seed. I, It's it's just not congruent with where they've been. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't fit. This is a very unique set of circumstances. There's been a lot of times. The Knicks have done this for years. The Mets have tried this many times. Not recently, but back in the day. Vince Coleman, you know, some of the names. Like, we've seen teams that were nowhere near being championship-viable Make a move, and we're like, Ugh, that's, all right, you might win the press conference a little by fooling some dummies, but we all know that this team is not ready to win. This is a Hail Mary desperation move. And because the Jets haven't been to the playoffs in more than 10 years, most people associate that them being just still a bottom-rung bottom feeder. But the people who know football, many of you, and certainly the people who cover the game for a living know, this roster's legit. It's legit. So that never that never scared me. It wasn't like I, it's too much of a stretch to say that the Jets can you know be in the play for the Super Bowl next year with Rodgers. I don't think that that's irresponsible. I don't think that that's reckless. Now it's also not a guaranteed thing. Nothing is in the NFL. Nothing. But why would why would I be excited? Why would you? I think I I wasn't. So I'm not even going to ask myself why were you excited about the prospects of Derek Carr. Like, really think about that, because the last caller made a point that I've been saying for a while, but I haven't said it today, okay? And he's absolutely right. Like, if you are lamenting still the loss of Carr and the possible last-second U-turn pivot by Rodgers, okay, what, what are you actually lamenting? Well, you never had Rodgers, but you can justify the pursuit, so you should be able to eventually reconcile that, and if you're still a little wounded from Carr, I mean, Derek Carr's good. He's, he's not more than that. So why would I, just from a practical point of view, and now I'll answer this from my purview, why, was, why would I ever be excited about signing somebody for four or five years that I don't think can win the Super Bowl? I'd rather sign somebody for two that I'm pretty sure can. Think about the common sense behind that statement. Well, I don't know if Derek Carr can win. I don't I don't think Derek Carr is a Super Bowl champion, but he'd make us relevant. Great. And then on wild card weekend, we'd shut off the TV, we'd lose, and we'd be pissed. <laughs> and and nothing would change. And we'd have him for four or five years. But if you have Rodgers, there's still no guarantee. But instead of getting in the batter's box and it counts 1-1 or 1-2, it's kind of 2-0, 2-1, 3-0, 3-1. You're in the you're in the driver's seat. It's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, have you forgot this, man? Oh man, Raphael is in North Jersey. What up, Raph? How you doing?
2: Hey man, I listen to you guys all the time. Love listening to you guys. And I got to, You know, when the Jets had Fitz and we had the weapons that we had with Marshall and Decker. Yep. Like Fitz through had a career year. Like he broke the touchdown passing record for the Jets.
0: Yep, like, and Marshall Rodgers- was, so Marshall and Decker both had 1000 both had 1000 yards. Yep.
2: Now, now, you could say our weapons today are better than our weapons then. Like you can say that or at least trending in that direction. Mm-hmm. And you bring Aaron Rodgers, put him on the Jets with the weapons we have now. Like to me, that is something I'm willing to wait for to see how this pans out. Like you know, like I'm with you. Like look, I don't want to turn on Wild Card weekend. All right, yeah, and shut the TV off either. I'm 37 now, and when you're younger, you think it's your year and your year. Now I'm getting older, and I'm like, wow, we're really not winning. Yeah. You know, like I want, you know, like this, like I'm, I could be Joe Beningo. Like, you know, like this is this, this for real. This is like the, jet, like the life of a Jet fan. So if we have this two-year window now to win, and I'm with you on the Zach Wilson thing too. Like who says Zach Wilson can't be good? Okay, yeah, he's got, he's had he had a real rough year. He's, had, he's said some bad things in the media. But he's a young kid. Like, we became a quarterback now league when Roethlisberger took over in the early 2000s, and then all of a sudden it trended in that direction for the last 20 years. Like, there's got to be a pullback where these guys have to learn and sit because you're drafting these quarterbacks so high, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, you know, and that's just one draft, and these guys are busting, you know? So yeah. it is right for Zach to sit a few, uh, a few years behind Rodgers. And, man, give me the excitement of having one of the best quarterbacks in the league with the weapons we have any day because I'm like I'm like you, man. I'm sick of watching mediocre football. I'm sick of turning off my TV in November. You know, this year you had a little bit of a taste. I was at that Week 17 Buffalo game when Fitzpatrick lost the game, and uh, Tom Skins missed that uh, pass on the sideline. I remember wanting to drive home eight hours, like right after that game. You no, know, we're sick of that. We need a championship. It's our time. Like, the Cubs got theirs. Like, these teams that waited 80 years to get theirs. Boston Red Sox got theirs years ago. Yep. The Jets are due. Like, give me that day. Just give me that day, that Super Bowl
0: morning mm-hmm. where I wake up and I'm
2: like, My, just give me that day that yeah, thing, where, the, where the coffee tastes better. You know
0: what I mean? Nah, so, trust me. I, 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 Well, I know what you mean because I think we're all, you know, we're all been uh, dreaming that certain dream. Good call, buddy. Thanks. I love the energy. The only thing that I would correct you on, uh, and I know you were just in the middle of a point, I didn't want to interrupt you, but you said that, you know, early on that Wilson said bad things in the media. He didn't say bad things. He was just immature. And I know that you know the distinction. It's not like he said anything disparaging or he was reckless or... I mean, he just didn't take ownership for playing like ass, which which bothered us because it was so flippant. Like, no, no, you've got to know how poorly you played. You were... Like, there's bad, and then there's substandard, and then there's play that is not even remotely identifiable in terms of what should resemble professional quarterback play. And that particular day... That was the scouting report. He was that bad, all right? And he didn't own it one lick, and it was a bad look. But it, it was more immature and a lack of ownership than that. bad things. I just wanted to point that out. Because if he wasn't – listen, if he was a bad kid, like if I didn't think that Zach worked hard, if I thought he was – like if he had malice in this, like a malicious or, you know, like I couldn't trust him like, like what's going on with John Morant and, you know, John Morant's a superstar, but off the court – I'd be like, just to take this guy and get him as far away from here as humanly possible. He stinks. I don't ever want him here again, but he's not. He's a good kid, made some mistakes, you know, and, uh, and he's got to learn. He's got to, and you learn by watching Aaron Rodgers be a Jedi for two years and win, I don't know, 12, 13 games over two years, 25 combined, make some runs, and let's go. And that's it. That's what you do. 877 337 6666.
1: TK and Tierney on the fan.